Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-Pop Devok Show with me, Eric Nam. And today we're joined by a guest. This is not a catching up episode, though I'm sure he would wish it is, but it's not. It's my brother, it's Eddie. Yo, 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 it's Ed Namahanad. He's back in the studio. Thanks for having me, Eric. Yeah, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a minute. It has. It's been a while since you've you've been on the show. I feel like it's been a while since I've been on the show, and I've this is my show. That's right. <laughs> Um, so, uh, if you guys are listening to the show, if you guys are watching it, you probably can tell. I'm not sure if we have a video component this week. We're, we're shooting it just in case, but we are at home at our parents in Atlanta, Georgia. There is a fire truck that is going by. There's a lot of fire trucks here. I don't know why. Do you hear that? Yeah. But anyways, uh, we are in Atlanta. We are together for the holidays for the first time in, I think, like 10 years. Actually, Eric, that's wrong. We're all here for your show back in February. I said for the holidays, dog. Oh, for the holidays. <laughs> Where, was Brian here then? Oh, yeah. He was here. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, we're in Atlanta, and I haven't done a podcast in a while. I feel like people are watching these videos that we shot while I was in Seoul doing interviews with people, and we have a lot more coming, so um, keep watching. Before we jump into today's show, we want to go ahead and let you know that we have a Patreon, and I know we talk about it every once in a while, but like honestly, podcasting is not the easiest thing in the world. We do appreciate the support, and if you are a patron of ours, you are literally helping us keep this operation called Dive Studios alive and going. So if you are listening to these podcasts, watching the videos, and you enjoy them, getting them for free, there are a couple ways you guys can help us out, right? It is becoming a patron at patreon.com slash the dive studios. Is it dive studios or the, the dive studios? It's just dive studios. Okay. Patreon.com slash dive studios. Also, it's by visiting our sponsors and potentially, if you like the sponsor, using them because they help us. They literally help us keep the lights on. You're so, talking about the ads? Yeah, I'm talking about the ads. That's right. Anyways, so Patreon and our sponsors, thank you guys so much. Now, let's jump into this show. We have a lot to talk about, but honestly, I know this this episode is supposed to be about like, kind of like a 2020 wrapped kind of thing. Yep. I don't know if we're going to stick to that. I don't know. Eric, we never stick to that. Right? Things. We never stick to anything. But it's nice to have a safety net in case that we ever right. go blank. Right. But, um, you know, obviously, when this episode goes out, it's top of the year, early January. We're recording this right at the end of December. This is kind of like that transitional moment where we always look forward to a new year, mm-hmm. right? And then we uh, kind of recap what's happened in 2020, right? 2020, thank God we're, we're done. Like, honestly. 
Yeah. How do I you mean, feel about 2020? It's it a pretty long year in every regard. Um, but, you know, it was it was definitely a year that K-pop as a genre and a movement has has definitely risen quite a bit in stature, in my opinion. What did you say? Yes. Why are you so serious today? You're so serious. I'm not serious. You're just you're just talking a lot. So I'm just trying to see where I can fit in. You know what I mean? Well, I am the host, so I do have to talk a lot. Yeah, I know, I know. So, I mean, I'm I'm willing to jump in. I mean, if you just give me the permission, if you give me the green light, I'm I'll talk Dude, more than you. I know that you can talk about whatever you want. I mean, I think uh, our listeners probably have listened to so many catching ups that they might actually miss just our banter. And by banter, I mean us just like hating on each other in the most loving way possible. Mm-hmm. But I think 2020 has been uh, a very difficult year for everybody for obvious, obvious reasons. But like looking back, like I'm so thankful that I was able to go through a bunch of shows and get somewhat of a tour done, you know, before COVID kind of locked everybody and the world down. Yeah. And then I still got to put out an album. So it's it's been tough for everybody, I think if anything, like I was glad that we had K-pop Tebok for me to kind of focus and we had Commit or Quit. Yeah. We had, you know, special episodes of I Think You're Dope. Things that I could do to just kind of keep my mind off like the craziness around the world. Yeah. Um, was there anything for you that kind of helped relieve <laughs> some stress? I mean, definitely the podcasting, Commit or Quit was a lot of fun. Dive Studios, it's been very, very busy. You know, shout out to our team working very, very uh, tirelessly through, you know, this entire time. What you guys don't see is that we have like an entire army of people um, just really behind the scenes making things happen with the assets, the recording, to the production, even these outlines. Like, you know, it's just really, really helpful for the hosts and everybody to just really churn out content and hopefully be entertaining for you. As for me, I'd say that like, you know, Eric, in a lot of ways, we, we keep talking about this, but we're very lucky that you're able to tour, at least do like 80% of your tour. And I know it got cut short before LA and also Latin America, but you still did do Asia. You still did do something like 24 cities in North America as well. So, I mean, it was, it was crazy because it felt like COVID became more of a talking, you know, like a, it was creeping up. We were always like two or three weeks ahead of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, on tour. On tour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then everything kind of shut down. And then before we knew it, it was like it's the middle of March and we're all just like kind of trapped and quarantined. Um, but you know, through that time, um <laughs> Man, was, you aren't you are talking a lot. What helped you get through it? That was the question. I'm trying to get yeah, there, you're dude. Just going. What helped this you get is, through 2020? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Like it's obviously a tough year, but I had my wife and my dog. That's like, that's it. And then Ito on class was incredible. <laughs> you know, commit or quit was great, but it became a bit burdensome because we had to watch so many shows. I like so could not movies. watch any more shows. But I mean, it, it, nothing went according to plan. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, it's it's just you have to be hopeful in a very hopeless time, and that is what got me through. There you go. Okay. But anyways, let's go into it. You know, we are in January, but we never really got a chance to talk about some of the big moments of K-pop in 2020. Some of the songs. So we're going to walk through them real quick, right? So Spotify, we're going to go through Spotify rankings because I feel like Spotify 
has done a great job of engaging of engaging the K-pop community. They're very transparent about things. Also, shout out to Spotify for sending me some amazing gifts. They like hooked it up. I got a cashmere blanket, bro. Yeah. I got like, I got like Spotify mugs. I got candles. I feel so loved. Thank you. Yo, that's so crazy that you and Brian got a bunch of Spotify stuff. (laughs) I wasn't addressed (laughs) on the on the uh, card at all. I'm not bitter. I'm not. I'm just going to... Really? You, you sound just a little it, it bit bitter. It must be waiting for me in LA. But <laughs> there's something about like going to the front door, seeing this like amazing package coming in and then like you're opening it and just being like, Dear Eric and Brian. Okay. So while we appreciate it, like I'm not feeling the love, Spotify. Okay. No, but you love Spotify. No, no, no. I do. I do. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, we're going to talk about the, let's just go through this top streamed K pop songs globally, right? On Spotify. Spotify also released like so many different rankings. Uh, top K pop artists globally. Obviously, uh, number one was BTS. Number two was Blackpink. Three was Twice, Four Stray Kids, Five Red Velvet, followed by XO17, IU, NCT127, G Idol. Eric, I got a I got a good idea for how go for we're it. gonna go top streamed K pop songs globally. Okay, I'm okay. gonna sing every single one. Just to let you Do know. Do you that even I know, know every single one? I'm of these? gonna go five seconds each one. All right. Okay. Wait. 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 Top so- top songs globally. Top streamed K pop songs globally. Oh gosh. Okay, you guys. If you want to go ahead and fast forward about a minute, you're more than welcome. Just to- give me give me like five second clips each one. All okay. Right, we'll do like Jimmy. Fallon you're gonna go from ten or nine. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go or for like 10. one. I'm gonna go for all ten. Let's okay. see if I know them. Okay. Okay. How about you just go like number one and then number two? I uh, will start with number ten. Number ten. 
I'll tell you what I want. What I, if you want to be my lover, <laughs> you got to make me my friends. Uh, Spice Girls wannabe. Red Velvet's... Uh, no, it's Itsy's okay. wannabe. Okay, Itsy's wannabe. That's what it was. Number nine. Red Velvet <laughs> Psycho. A bit in the psycho. No one of the battle. No one of the nobody. Bro, you're definitely in the wrong genre right now. All right, number nine. That is Red Velvet Psycho. Okay. Number eight, Blackpink's Kill This Love. Somebody help me kill this love. Kill this love. <laughs> oh, oh, was, was that it? Oh, that's that's not also it. That's, the that's, wrong that's, genre. That's, oh, wrong sorry, artist. That, actually, that's Epic High. Yeah. Um, okay. Number seven, Lady Gaga and Blackpink's Sour Candy. Sour Candy. That's what I know. Oh, wow. BTS is on. Can you help me out on this one? Uh, I Is just it, hear turn me on, turn me on, <laughs> turn your body, girl, you rest my body. You got me going crazy, yeah. Turn me on, turn me on. Wait, whose song is that? But everything. BTS, that's what it is. <laughs> All right, number five, Black Swan. Black Swan. All right, you guys, let's be very clear. The reason we don't sing these songs and because we don't play them is because of uh, copyright. Yes, yes, exactly. Copyright. Number four, ice cream, ice cream. Number three, <laughs> boy with love. Uh. Right? Number two, how you how you like that? You don't like that. I feel like we're losing. Number listeners. one, BTS's Cause I, I, I in the stars tonight. So watch me break. Okay. Eddie Nam 100 percent I'm really Let's sorry you go. had to listen to that. I'll be very honest. I know exactly what you're trying to do. Eddie really wanted to sing Dynamite. Dude, like even I, before this recording started, he just would not stop singing is, Dynamite. So he so had to good. have an excuse to sing Dynamite it's, for you guys. It's so good. So I'm he went look, through 10 songs and made up That's new right. Songs. I'm looking right at you, Grammys. You know what to do. Oh, you know to, what the song of the year <laughs> is right now. Like, dude, K-pop aside, that song is… It's a great it, song. It is a great song. Because I am in a stars tonight. Um, I got to vote. For the Grammys. Yep. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, me too. I should get too. on that. Yeah, they, I'm not in the Grammy committee, but... I mean... They, uh, they they should add me after they saw me go 10 out of 10 on that That was that really good. One. That was really good. Really good. All right. Top female K-pop artist globally. Can you guess? Don't look. Yeah. Top female solo artist? Yeah, go top right. three. Top three. Top three? I don't know top three. I'm just going to list them off. IU. Okay. Taeyeon. Yep. Uh, Chunga? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. You got all top three. Ooh! Great. Let me, let me, uh, why don't you ask me what a top male K pop artist Okay, top male K pop artist globally. Go. August D, BTS is Sugar, right? Yep. Zico? <laughs> yeah. And Pekyon from EXO. Dang, are you a genius? <laughs> Dang. This is the K-pop debug show with Eric Nam. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So a lot of great songs, obviously, this year. Um, what like stuck out to you? Stuck out to you the most kind of when you think about K-pop? Like, 
charts or whatever, I don't actually care that much. What yeah. stuck out to you in your head when you think of K-pop this year? I just, I think, I think the K-pop fans are really what stuck out to me, honestly. Mm. Like the way that K-pop fans mobilized, you know, for like the rallies, for Black Lives Matter, for all the good that they did. Yeah. Right? Because I think a lot of like, you know, fans, they get a bad rep because people are like, oh, they, you know, they're just super fans. They do this. They, you know, they're just obsessed. But really like K-pop fans, the way I look at them, it's like a, it's like an ant pile. You know what I mean? In what way? That is very complex. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you look at an ant pile, you know there's like a bajillion ants in there. But then like, you know, when you poke a stick into it, yeah, like it's it's pandemonium. But inside of the ant pile, yeah, it is like organized. It is very like, everybody's able to mobilize for the right things. And to see them mobilize for like great causes at like such a crazy time. Mm. I feel like K-pop fans stock risen to the yeah. top. I mean, think about all of the write-ups from like non-K-pop journalists yeah. that were just like, yo, K-pop right now, like, like I had a certain perception about it, but now it's amazing. <laughs> Said everyone that didn't know. Yeah. I agree. Um, what about you? I think… Just take your answer. I mean, you kind of did. But I also think like… And this is actually like beyond K-pop, like Korea in general. I feel like Korea in general has done such a good job of just, even with COVID and with music and live streaming and like trying to stay in touch with fans around the world. Just like so many different things. Like Korea has been ahead of the game. But like Parasite, you got BTS, we got Blackpink, we got all these massive groups. We have TV shows, we have food, beauty, like everything coming out of Korea right now. Right. I don't know why or how, but it's so hot. It's so hot right now. Um, so, so hot right now. I think now. it all kind of, you know, honestly, like they all kind of feed off of one another and you can't deny the role that K-pop has played in bringing all these other things to light as well. Right? Yep. So it's been really cool to see that. And I think musically, obviously, I think one of my favorite songs this year is BTS Dynamite. Um, a lot of great songs this year. I just, I just can't wait for you know, 2021, 2022, because I think a lot of things will change within K-pop in terms of creation and engagement and touring and things. Because like we've learned to innovate, like people are innovating constantly to adapt to this new reality. And I think there will be new advances that really change the game again. I am going to take this one step further, actually. Oh my God, what? Yo, I think K-pop has has changed the entire genre of music right now. <gasps> oh my god! Let how? me explain. This ain't clickbait. This is just straight up facts. All right, hit it. Or should I say observations that will be known as facts? But you heard it first here on K-pop Tebok Show with Eric Nam. Okay, so let me begin. Remember when COVID hit and all of touring went out the window? Yes, that hurt everybody's pockets. I hit the that hurt the entire industry's pockets particularly the artists themselves, right? And my point is like that conversion, like, okay, like we know ARMY is strong, we know BTS is strong, we know K-pop is very, very strong. But for people to pay for the live stream, to view it like and engage and have this moment, everyone in the music industry, 
industry, even in the States, like they all wanted to replicate that, right? Mm-hmm. It was no longer like just, oh, like I'm going to perform in my bedroom or whatever. Like once we all got over the Instagram lives and stuff, people were like, whoa, this is how you can make money. And we should like do this paid live stream with like a big budget and like a warehouse and like with big, big production, right? We saw like, you know, all of SM and JYP artists like also doing these big live streams and getting like big conversion, you know? Mm-hmm. You've seen major label artists here in the States do that, but not converting even like a fraction of like, you know, per fan base would usually do, mm-hmm. right? So that really showed a lot of things, a few things that A, K-pop fans are like way stronger and more like, how do I say? Supportive. More, more willing to support the creator no matter what. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then number two, I think that also comes down to just like branding and like fan involvement, right? I remember like people, when they look at K-pop, they're always like, what? People still sell physical albums? What are these booklets? Like, why are they putting so much effort into the music video? Why are they putting so much effort into this dance choreo video? Well, guess what, dude? It's all part of like giving everything to the fans mm-hmm. and then them becoming like super fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are no shortcuts right now in the K-pop game. The, the stakes and the the commitment is so high. So now I am seeing, again, major label artists in this country like going back to doing vinyls and like exclusive keychains and exclusive like, like lookbooks and like photo cards. So what you're trying to say is essentially like American Western artists and labels are learning a lot from Korean. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say. You guys understand where I'm coming from on that. Music, entertainment, whatever it is. We're like, it it seems like it's going, but we still have a long way to go, clearly. Yeah. Don't you agree? I mean, everything. Like, I I feel like we're, you know, K-pop... People are like, what's the ceiling? How big does this go? And I'm like, I feel like it's a genre in itself already. And I think I think the difficulty, like we've even talked about how being in K-pop kind of puts us within a boundary that like we can't break free of because they, people see us. Oh no, my iPad out. Oh God, I think you just broke my pinky toe. I think I broke my heel. Ow. Um so passionate about K-pop. I know, right? Three your iPad across the room. So, I think I know what you're trying to say here. Okay, what am I trying to say? Well, I had exactly what I was going to say, but now my knee and my toes are throbbing. My heel hurts so bad. Dude, you're on to something though. For real, for real. Because it's like, it's like this, right? I see across the internet, people are like, you know, BTS should be nominated for just the pop genre not the K-pop genre anymore at this point, you know? Like when are you able to compete with the big boys? Just take the K off. Not because you want to break outside of K-pop. You know what I'm saying? But just like let it be just pop. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think it's... So my point is like... We've talked about how becoming and being from K-pop is is great because we have like we've learned so much from K-pop and it's the place that gives a lot of people opportunity, people yes. who look like us to, to pursue music and, and performing and that kind of stuff. So it's incredible. I think the part that's always been frustrating to me is that in many ways, if you are from and of K-pop, then we are cornered and we are completely defined by K-pop, right? Like it's hard to become something beyond that. Like BTS should just be 
like the biggest pop act in the world. It shouldn't be the biggest K-pop act in the world, right? Yeah. And I think recently, like now they're starting to write things in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I hope that we can get to a point where it is, like you're saying, just pop or, right. you know, just an amazing performer. Right. And it's going to take time. But I think 2020 in many ways through the activism and through the actions that K-pop fans and artists and companies were able to take, uh, it, it did take us one step closer and further. So that's why going back to everything full circle, I think 2021, 2022 are going to be really pivotal in, in proving and showing that this is a sustainable and amazing global genre right. and music. I also think it's just the moment you take off the labels, then the, the main genre has become a lot more competitive, right? So there's a reason why there are walls up at the moment, yeah. in my honest opinion. This goes down to KRMB to just RMB, you know, K hip hop to hip hop, you know. Mm. I'm just saying, like, we'll get there. But again, all to say 2020 has been monumental and it's really it it really elevated the game, but we still have a long way to go. Where Anyways, why don't, we, why don't we talk about like the best K-pop moments of 2020? That was what I tried to do and then you went oh. on in this tangent. All right. I apologize. No, you don't need to apologize. But I'm just trying to keep it real because I'm as real as it gets. Okay. Thanks. All right. So anyways, how about I take over then? Okay. Like I know we each kind of talked about like things that stuck out to us within like K-pop in 2020. But why don't we reference the Teen Vogue article that yeah. picked their best moments. And let's just kind of like sit back. Let's kind of reminisce. And let's talk about it. And then just be like, wow, like this, ah, uh, those are the times. Oh, wow. That happened this year. That felt like five years ago. You know, things like that. Go for it. Okay. So moment number one. Okay. Uh, you know, we've already talked about BTS quite a bit. But why don't we talk about, um, you know… Zico. Yeah. Him welcoming the Any Song Dance Challenge. You remember that? Remember Word. that little cute thing that he did? Yeah. Collaborating with everybody. Uh-huh. And then it went super viral. Word. And then people were like, wow. Uh-huh. TikTok challenges and Dang. real challenges changed the game. Dang. You get what I'm saying? Word. Let me talk about another challenge real quick. Uh-huh. Nunu Nana challenge. Yeah, yeah. That you also participated mm-hmm. in. Okay. That also exploded. Mm -hmm. And this isn't just obviously K-pop. This is across the entire world. Think about weekends, blinding lights. Mm -hmm. That was the record of the year. It got snubbed at the Grammys. Let's not go into it. But all these TikTok challenges have just like changed the game. Or the way that we consume music. Mm -hmm. All right. So a lot of these things that I'm talking about, we've already talked about because we already identified them between Eric and I. But… One thing, probably the most important thing that happened in this Teen Vogue article was what, Eric? What happened? We were, so Dive Studios was recognized in the Teen Vogue article as one of the biggest moments of K pop in 2020. And uh, this amazing journalist, Rianne, I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name, she wrote, Dive Studios bringing K-Entertainment realness. And she wrote, 
Though only created in the summer of 2019, Dive Studios has left its mark on 2020 by providing honest insight into the lives, thoughts, and creative processes of those who make the, up the Korean entertainment industry to a greater global audience. The studio covers a wide range of formats, from artist interviews to life advice, and one of Dive Studios' greatest charms is how it provides a space for creatives, especially those who are not natively Korean, to share their stories in a less PR-friendly and a more transparent manner. It's clearly appreciated as evidenced by consistent rankings on the Apple Podcast top charts. That's by Rien, music and culture writer. So thank you, Teen Vogue, for the shout out. Wow. I'm left speechless here. As you read that, chills. I got chills down my spine. Despite you reading that with no enthusiasm. That was a lot of enthusiasm. I felt something. I'll tell you you why. Dive Studios. You asked me earlier what got me through 2020. Uh Uh-huh. Dive Studios. Ah, no. Dude, think about how much happened, okay? Yeah. From like February, how did I get here with Jay happened, you know? To to Asian Pacific Heritage Month when we had like a campaign with like Eugene Li Yang, Ronnie Chang, Harry Shum Jr., you know, just you know the uh, Alex Kim. and Maya Shibutani, Chloe Kim, like just a bunch of awesome creators that just like, you know, we We're, pulled it together. Yeah, it was cool. And then like Committer Quit came out of a pure necessity for three Nam brothers and Brittany Nam and Rocky Nam living together under one house. That was, yeah. It was an that experience. Was quite the experience. It was very experience. stressful. It was very stressful. Panic attacks at every corner we could think it was of. a lot. Not enough space. Okay. But Committer Quit went number one in TV film category and was ranked 27th in all podcasts in the world. There are 1.8 million podcasts in the end of 2020. And we're ranked 27th? Sheesh. Get out of here. Oh hey, guess gosh, what, Eric? Shut the front door. Hey, before you get too excited, let me pour some humble sauce okay, on you. Humble okay, humble it. Humble it. Humble it. This ain't possible without the Dive Studios listenership. That period. is true. Okay. I think there was like 10,000 reviews on Committer Quit. What? Yeah. <gasps> and like… Wait, I need to look that up. Dude, it was wild. Like, Itaewon class. I remember uh, Pak Soojong. Who's Pak Soojong? Wait, sorry. What's his name? Who? Dude. Uh, Pak Seroyi. Oh my god. What's his How name? did you call him Pak Seroyi? What's it? Pak Sojun. Pak Sojun? <laughs> dude. Pak Sojun like literally DM me. He's like, dude. Love the episode. Keep up the great work. That's a lie. Don't okay. don't believe that him. never happened. <laughs> but honestly, if he listened to it, he would have been like, "Dang, when can I come on?" Okay. Anyways, it was all very. It was awesome, and thank you to everybody that came on. Come or quit. It was like we have such an amazing guest lineup there. Good time. We should probably start season two at some point. But after we get the album out, ooh, spoiler! What album? I don't know. What's I don't know. Album okay. Anyways, dude, we had that nonsensible. With our boys, Sam Hamilton, mm-hmm. Dave, World mm-hmm. of Dave, and then Saul mm-hmm. coming out the the woodworks and adding that third dimension mm-hmm. to that show where they keep it real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, get real mm-hmm. with Ashley, BM, and Peniel. Mm-hmm. Get lost. Wait, what? I mean, like, get out of here. <laughs> so crazy. Like a lot of good stuff. Pentagon's podcast. Yeah. Idol 42. CLC. Idol very, 42. Very, very CLC. CIX. Like, yo, it was. And then K-pop Tebak. Like, whoo. 
K-pop Tebok went from baby fetus to Hulk smash. What? Ba- K-pop Tebok <laughs> went from inchworm to butterfly. To full out Gyarados. How did it? Full out Dragonite. Full out. This is quite the reach. Uh, full out like Charizard. Charizard. Went from a charm. Dude. Okay. Give yourself more credit. In January 2020, mm. Tebok Show was still strong. It still got best listens of, of 2019, 2019 by Apple Podcasts Woo. and one of the best listens for Spotify. Woo. Okay. So Tebok Show will give it a Charmeleon. Okay. It was Charmeleon. It was like kind of in that weird tween phase of not really sure like where it's puberty. going. And then 2020, it said, I'm not going to be a Charmeleon the rest of my life. I'm a full-blown Charizard without the pot belly Rawr. with a six-pack. And if you guys don't understand what I'm talking about, uh, go look up Pokemon Original 150. I think it's like Pokemon like five six, or seven, six. Eight, nine or something. Yeah, exactly. Dude. All to say, Monster Year, not possible without our hosts, our team, mm. the listeners, Word. K-pop, Preach. and just like the… Po- Do we need to think Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts and like Amazon Music and things Listen, like that? Because they, I mean, guys. they are distributing. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then, yeah, man. I, All dude, right. <laughs> that was, dude. You've Woo! just been going off today. You asked me today, hey Eddie, where can you butt in? I asked you permission. Can I come in and bring the heat? Yeah, but I didn't want like an educational session. Like I already know this stuff, dude. But our listeners, All right? Fine, fair. All right, fine, fine. Anyways, I got some questions for you. Go for it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is this is off the cuff. Still relating to K-pop because this is a K-pop show. Whose star has risen the most in 2020 in your opinion and why? In 2020? Yes. Uh, Jessie. Oh, yeah. She killing it's it. It's Jessie. I mean, she's… I mean, obviously, she's been working at it forever. But uh, I think this year, it was like a culmination of like all the incredible things that she's been doing. All the… All the effort she's been putting in, all the TV, all the different ways that she's really been working hard. It all kind of paid off. And then with the with that right song and the right promo, it was like perfect. It Like everything felt like perfect timing. It fit her and the like everything about her persona and her personality on stage. Like yes. I just feel like it just connected with people so, so well. And so I'm so like happy for her and like she's just killing it. So I think it's Jessie. It's awesome. I think you hit it right on the head. Mm. Like… It's so authentically her and she never changed to fit the system. She stayed true to herself throughout this entire process. And like, you know, you just got to tip your hat and say, you know, go get the bag. Keep it up. You're doing great. And, you know, come back on Tebok Show. Word. Anytime. Yeah. So that's that's that. And then uh, let me see. Okay. I got another one for you, Eric. How does it feel to be one of the most globally streamed male K-pop artists of 2020? Shout out number eight on Spotify with over 100 million streams oh in the year 2020. What does that mean to you, Eric? Gosh. What does that mean to it you? Is, it is getting really emotional, guys, because it's so amazing. Um, no, it's really cool. It's fr- it's freaking awesome, and I think it's 
like I definitely appreciate all the fans and the listeners and um, nomination and the people who put on for me and and f with my music. You know what I'm saying? Like I look at the list and there are some powerful people on that list. Like five BTS like, members. Let's take talk up. about it real quick. The top male K-pop artist globally is Suga, Zico, Pekyon, RM, J Park, J Hope, Crush, Me, and then V and Sean. That's half of the list is BTS members. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And XO. And then there's like, I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy in that sense. So it's awesome. It's awesome. And I, I, I think it's amazing and I really appreciate it. So thank you guys for listening and for streaming and for supporting my music. And I'm feeling weird though because I feel like, like musically, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do next? And it's always just kind of like a, you know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay, right, dude. Says the guy who's been nonstop in the stew cooking. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yo, also, okay. shout out Jay Park. Good, good yes. dude. It was, uh, it's great getting to know him over the last yeah, year. Yeah, if there's one person that I was like really, I, I, I'm glad to have gotten to know this year. Well, there's a lot. But Jay was one of the people who like, I feel like obviously I've known of him for like, what, 10, 12 years? Yeah. But to actually connect with him and have conversations and grab a drink with him or do whatever, like it's been awesome to get to know him. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Jay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, why don't you ask me some questions? All right. Let's look. Okay. Hey, Eddie. Here's a question for you. What are some of your favorite albums? I have a feeling I know what you're going to ask me, so I'll answer it right now. Okay. There is this artist. Her name is Katie. Hey now. Formerly known as Katie Kim. Okay. She is an artist that I manage internationally. Uh, you may have known her, uh, you know, through the years. Uh, she has a song called Remember featuring Ty Dolla Sign. She's actually the only Korean artist to have a Spotify singles cover as well. Um, but she just released an EP, uh, R&B EP called Our Time is Blue. It's available everywhere. Um, you know, she was the cover of Beast Meets West and got actually top 100 songs by Apple yeah, Music. Yeah, I was really like amazingly shocked by that. Not yeah. that it doesn't deserve, but I was just like, that's so random. I'm, yeah. Like Apple Music picked that song as one of the best songs of the year. Dude, I mean, it's a great, great song. So it's Katie, K-A-T-I-E. Uh, go look her up. Uh, she has like a really amazing project and a lot more coming a lot more to come in 2021. And then ask me it, Eric. What would you like me to ask you? What is the most anticipated album of 2021? All right, Eddie, what is the most anticipated I think I have album a feeling I think I have a feeling what you're going <laughs> to ask me. Okay, what do you think I'm going to Yo, Epic High is coming back. Oh my God. In the month of January. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. I don't want to go too much into it, but in January 2nd of 2020, I posted a photo of the Coachella poster saying 2020 is our year. We set goals in 2019 and we make them happen. Okay. It's almost like a sick joke that that was said, but what do you think happens when you put Tableau, Mithra, and Two Cuts uh, against, you know, COVID? Magic. They're gonna, magic. magic. They're going to be cooking. Just best, straight up magic. The best album you can think of. All right. And so look out for that in January. Where? It's going to be 
Huge word. And Eric, I think, you know, I've been meaning to ask you. What? When, you know, Epic High wants to come on, but do you want all three of them or just Tableau? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about or this? should we just do two cuts? It should just be two cuts and he would just yell at me. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, Tableau. Um, but anyways, um, I think I think those were, you know, the only questions that <laughs> really needed. You pretty much sat here 15 minutes just so you could promote your artists. Yes. I mean, you know what? You're a committed manager. Listen, you're not you're not paying me to be on here. You didn't even label me as a catching up with Eddie Nam. Because nobody wants to catch up with Throw you. Throw some respect on my name, ain't dog. Nobody wanna catch up with you. Dude, that's you crazy. Ain't coming on, I think you're dope. I don't think you're dope. That's crazy, bro. What? But you know who is on I Think You're Dope? Who? Jim Kim. Dr. Wow. Jim Kim is on I Think You're Dope, which is out tomorrow. It's an amazing episode, actually. And tell if me you guys, a little bit about Jim Kim. Jim, Dr. Jim Kim is like one of the most impressive human beings in the world. Like and I dead, I dead ass mean that. Yeah. It, like he is, like the dude um, was a co-founder of Partners in Health when they were fighting drug-resistant tuberculosis. They fought HIV, AIDS. Like they are leading the fight against COVID in the States. But like after doing that, he also had like, he was a director um, at the World Health Organization. He was president of the World bank appointed by Barack Obama. He, oh my gosh, I'm like forgetting. He's done so many things. He was like the, he was like a college, he was high school, an athlete, high school quarterback. He was like everything. Like the dude is just a stud. He's amazing. And we had some really, really good conversations. So if you guys want to check it out, I think you're dope. It's a special episode. Again, if you don't know it, it's a podcast I do with people that I think are dope. But uh, I think you'll really, really like the episode. Particularly if you guys are Asian or Asian American or Korean. Like we talk a lot about identity as well. Yeah. And so uh, even if you're not, you're going to walk away feeling inspired because I think I asked him a lot of great questions. <laughs> Gosh, Eric, that was okay, so good. Okay, low-key flex. But um, check it out. I think you guys are going to like it. And yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Eddie, you want to wrap up the show yeah, for let's, us? Let's wrap this baby up. I think, you know, we're creeping up on an hour here. And, you know, Eric, it, it should be an hour. If it's less than that, then Eric has cut out a lot of great stories of mine and you can blame him. Okay. So he says great stories. I debate that word great. All right. If you want Edna Mohanad on I Think You're Dope, where you can dive a little bit deeper into what it was like growing up with Eric Nam and then Brian Nam coming out the womb six years later, you let me know. Why don't you just comment on my latest Instagram photo no, you don't saying do I think you're dope. Okay? Or just leave now, a review and rating. Is, there is just leave a review more and than rating. Three on. I think you're dope. More than four I think you're dope comments. I'm coming on the That's show. I'm taking not over. Allowed. And guess what? Not allowed. And I'm not only going to come on as a guest. I'm going to take over the show. I'm going to name it I think you're dope with Eddie Nam, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, 2021, I'm coming for you. Commit or quit. Oh, man. Okay. Should we wrap this up? Okay, yes. let me wrap it I've up. I've been trying to wrap this okay, up. I'm sorry. Okay, anyways. Uh, Eric, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Um, make sure to follow us on IG and Twitter at The Dive Studios and at Tebox Show if you want just specific Tebox Show uh, you know, content. Also, make sure to check out YouTube.com slash 
backslash dive studios for the highlight clips and go to youtube.com backslash dive pods for the full video that goes up about 24 hours later. Okay. Follow us on TikTok. Ooh. I think it's like, I think there's like 300,000 followers on TikTok for dive studios. We're talking about podcasts. That's crazy. We're powerful. You guys are powerful. Thank you. Patreon.com. We mentioned in the beginning, it keeps the lights on. Okay. I want to be able to take a hot shower. Okay. Eric wants to be able to continue podcasting. Yeah. And for that reason, make sure you check out patreon.com backslash dive studios. There's also an office pod section, which is really, really fun. Oh, yeah. There's like <laughs> all of the different staff members kind of having their own little mini pods. They're like, you know, five to 10 minutes and they're super uh, entertaining. And you'll kind of get a look at the types of people we're working with. Um, and anyways, uh, that's that's it for me, Eric. I think you should have me like more time we spend together. I should become a permanent co-host, baby. You let me know. I'll come on any day of the week. I need to change my phone number. I need to move out of this house. Um, Eddie, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I'm glad you warmed up. That first 10 minutes was really Dude, tough. I was like half asleep. I was like, <laughs> this is going to be difficult. And then I was, said something and I let the, the dragons out and now you won't shut up. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, guys, please rate and review. I hope you didn't hate this episode. I feel like we might have to reshoot an entire episode Dude, no to make way. up for this one. No way. I'm just dropping knowledge. All right. That's what you say. No, I know. It was okay, crazy. guys. Have a great good. week. Please wear a mask. Be healthy. Be safe. We're going to have a great year. 2021, we're going to take over. You, you. Yeah. So join us at the Dive Studios. Join me, Nomination. Connect with us and we'll talk to you next week. Or maybe there'll be a bonus episode sometime. I don't know. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.